Welcome to This Creative Life Radio. I'm Felicity O'Connor. Creative women all over the world are unblocking and recovering their creative journey while they rewrite the rules for creative success. Join me as I explore the lives of people engaged in successful creative work and unlock helpful tips that leave you inspired and ready to create. I'm super stoked today to talk to Dr. Julie Rees, uh, who has a doctorate in visual arts. And um, Julie has also been an artist herself for over 25 years. She teaches at Griffith University when she can um, to fit that in. And she's the manager of the Contemporary Art Awards. And today we're going to pick Julie's brains on anything and everything we can do about applying for grants and um, that sort of thing because we all need to learn how to do this, me included. So it wasn't just about you guys. I want to know from Julie all of the stuff she's going to tell us. So welcome along to the Masterclass Series for Art Activators, Julie Reese. Hello, everyone. <laughs> awesome to have you. Um, did I miss anything introducing you? Because you've got a pretty Im- impressive sort of CV there. Um, no, that's pretty much in a nutshell. Um, I love being an artist and I love helping other artists to get the best out of them and just go for it and achieve what you want to achieve because that's all that's really important and all the other stuff is it doesn't matter. So awesome. do, awesome. do what you love. Awesome. Great, great tip. So let's, um, we've been thinking about what we need to, to help people know about um, applying for grants and um, you've made me this fantastic list that we were just going to talk through. The first point, so we've got, what, I think five or six tips for people and we'll elaborate on those. Um, the first of those, Julie, we're just going to talk through is the first thing you named was to have a clear and realistic project if you're going for any of these grants so let's talk about that um can you just walk us through what that means and what that incorporates okay well the first thing I want to say about grant writing it's it's about you you have to write it in a business style so it's not academic it's not creative writing and business writing basically requires you to be you know as precise and very yeah, clear about what you're doing. So it's always best to have do it. Um, give yourself time to do it because even professional writers, it doesn't get any easier because everything you write from scratch takes time and effort. So it's really important that you nitpick your writing. And I even suggest getting an editor. So get your project together, write everything down, hire an editor to go through it. And before the editing stage, get other people to read it too. So it's a good way to to see if they understand. And when you're writing it, write it for the reader, not for yourself. So that's probably the most important thing um, just to have a good idea about before that. So a clear and realistic project. So obviously you need to know exactly what you're doing. And basically, the best way to do that is to brainstorm. And going on like the the what, hows, where's, when's, and you know who is it going to benefit. Um, so if you went like the what, what project is it? How you're going to do it? Where is it going to be done? When? What the timing of it? Why you're doing it? And who's going to benefit from it? So if you went and answered those questions, that would kind of help 
formulate um, the application. And if, if you can answer those in sort of one or two sentences, that's your goal at the end of the day. Any more than that, whoever's assessing the grant, they're going to look at it. And if it's too long-winded or you haven't got to the point straight away, they're not even going to bother. They're going to put your grant application to the side of the pile. So, wow. And it's that a process. So yeah. you need to be way up front at the start. You've got to just tell them straight away what you're doing. So... That seems like a really, like you said, that's in a couple of sentences. That feels like yeah. a huge amount to say, but I guess you've just got to be really short and sharp. That's what you're saying. Yeah, and that's why you need time to think about it and yeah. really break down your thoughts about what you're trying to do because that's what writing um, thats what writing means. It's breaking down your thoughts and using little words as possible, but obviously making sense, so... They're probably your best tips to think about even before formulating what you're going to do. So, and I would say, um, especially with the, um, the big the big ones, think about it, give yourself a year to think about it and what's really important to you, and don't just do it because there's money available because that's that's the wrong approach. Um, mm. Because at the end of the day, that's public money, especially the government ones, it's public money. They need to know um, that a lot of people are going to benefit from it. So the more if you pick a topic that is relatable to a large number of people, you've got a better chance of being accepted. So Wow, okay, that's yeah. an awesome tip. Yeah. So uh, amongst all getting clear about your project, you know, we talked about maybe aims, objectives, outcomes yeah. so that sort of stuff in the when you're writing the grant application um start with your project description again very short um and then the aims what you hope to get out of it um the objectives why you're sort of doing it what other elements go along with that um and then what you hope to be the outcome of that and who it's going to benefit and i guess out of all that um, who is it going to benefit is probably the most important element because you can be as clear and concise in the writing as, you know, it could be the best work you've written, but if the project doesn't tick those elements, then, yeah, it's not going to pass go. Mm. But I would say, um, so if you're thinking about creating a project, thinking about the community because the more... That's, they're the projects that they give money to um, at the end of the day, but sort of self-serving, um, not saying it doesn't occur, but the, the wider, the broader the project, the better. Okay, so, great tip. Yeah, awesome. Um, yeah, and have what outcomes you're going to, what you're going to achieve. So, you know, what type of work are you going to do? How are you going to do it? How many pieces? So really detail that. And... Um, yeah, the time frame. The other big part is the budget. Um, that is one of the main reasons why a lot of people don't um, get grants is because of their budget. And because, again, it's almost like going for a loan. If you went to the bank and said, I need 10 grand loan, I'm going to buy a car, but you went out and bought something else. You know, like everything has to be legit. And you need quotes. 
So if there's an outside source um, that requires a quote because you need someone to install the work, it's complicated, whatever, um, you need quotes to back up why you're going to, to use that money. So you've, if you booked in for a gallery um, and you paid for it, obviously you need proof of um, payment. Or if it's been booked in, hasn't been paid, you just need a, a letter from them to say that you're going to have this exhibition at this time. Mm-hmm. But everything needs to be accounted for, um, which goes back to giving yourself enough time to be able to formulate everything and think about the business aspect of it because that's what it is at the end of the day. It's a, They're making decisions based on a business ideal it's not about giving artists money to do what they want. So right, right. Kind of things you, yeah, sort of shift the way you think about grants. And sometimes it's not worth applying for a grant, um, depending on what you want to do. So, but really think about why you need to do it. And I think they're the most important aspects in that, um, in that way. So, Fantastic, fantastic. Um, the, the second tip we had was about research and you wrote to me, research, research, research. So I'm gathering yeah. that's pretty important. <laughs> Definitely. So um, the first point I made in that was contact um, the grants officer, run your project by them because they will tell you whether you've got a chance of um, coming, you know, if it's a good chance of getting that grant. Um, and just listen to the tone in their voice. And But before you ring them up, ha, like plan the call so you know exactly, you're going to tell them exactly what you're doing mm-hmm. in a short way because they're busy people and, and if you're long-winded about it, they're just going to switch off and, you know, spot another call. So be prepared when you do it. So, again, you probably need to know what you're doing before calling up. But that's a good tip because not everyone does that, but mm. you kind of need, you need to. And it will give you a good idea of whether it's going to be successful or not because it does take time when you're doing grants. So it really, yeah, it's important that you do that. Um, also, um, the funding landscape. So, you know, it goes back to sort of budget and, a good, another, a good tip in this research, you know, every company has like a mission statement, a vision yeah. statement and that. Have a look at them, find out what their mission statement is. Is it, is it to support the community? Wow, well, then okay. you pretty much know that the type of um, projects that they'll be looking for. So mm. it doesn't matter if it's government or any of the smaller ones, um, that's important because you'll be able to assess yourself whether it fits into, you know, what their vision um, is overall. So yeah, it's a great tip. Yeah. yeah, it's really important. So, again, because mm-hmm. they're giving you money. So you need it, they need – it's like going for a job interview. If you go for a job interview and you're going to work for a company that your values don't match up with theirs, um, just say you went for a sales job but you didn't – believe in what they did or how they went about it you're not going to fit into that role because you're going to be constantly struggling with I know maybe your morals or whatever but um so think about it in that 
in that way. You just wouldn't do it because, yeah. And also read um, the documents really carefully, figure out what you need to put in the application mm-hmm. um, and, re- yeah, read the selection criteria or whatever, whatever the thing is. So just read it and read it over and read it over, drum it into your head so then you can, yeah, you, you got somewhere to go with it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, and what else? Um, You've got where can your project deliver on, on the plans? Is that yeah, we so covered I'll, that? Yeah, so basically know when, where you're going to do it and have something booked. I did um, an edit, I edited someone's grant application a few weeks ago and one of the mistakes they made, which they had time to fix anyway, but they didn't guarantee the space. So it was like a bit open-ended. So basically uh-huh. my advice to them were you need to get it confirmed otherwise it's not going to happen because, again, they need to know that that money's going to, you know, what you've stated in the project. And you'll need a report on it, like, as well. So if you get the grant, you'll need to, you know, follow up and do a report on, you know, the outcomes and what's been achieved. But you will know that if you get a grant, they'll tell you what you need to do to... Right, right. Okay. Fantastic. Um, Anything yeah. else on research that you, you'd mentioned? They're the main. They're the main things, but also research your project as well. Um, yeah. So look at other people who have done a similar project or similar ideas. Look at their mm-hmm. approach. How, how is your project different from from other people? Um, and how you're going to highlight all those gorgeous aspects? So, yeah. So researching your own project, your idea and give it some backbone. Even if, I mean, all that information is not going to go into the grant application. This is just for your own benefit. But the yeah. more you know in yourself what you're yep. doing, you, you're going to come across more confident and you're going to be more confident in your writing. That's going to come out. So know Got what it. you do. Basically. Fantastic. Fantastic. Okay. Um, third tip is high-quality support material. Yes. So, so this is your letters, your photos letters, maybe yeah. or yep. make sure you get your support letters, know who you're going to contact, give them time to do it. Um, but also your work, you know, they'll say five to ten images of your previous work or work that may be included in the grant. Mm-hmm. Make sure it's um, that it's good that you photographed it well, um, you've cropped all the images, you know, make sure that everything matches. And also in terms of matching, make sure the images you send, whether it's for the project or previous works, that there's continuity. Okay. Um, because the you'll just have a better chance if there's continuity throughout the work. So it could be theme, could be colour. It doesn't matter what the continuity is, just as long as they're yeah they come together, because that mm. will be an indication whether you can achieve. Um, your project through that grant application. Wow, that's a kind of a subtle but really important thing I, I, I hear you saying there. Yeah, and be really selective and I would ask some friends or family about what images to put in, get some feedback on it because um, everyone likes different things and that's the world of art. It's all subjective. Someone may say, oh, no, I think this one. The other person will go, no, I think this one. But then you as the artist have, have to make, you know, what you, what's right for you. 
But um, yeah, they're the, even when you're entering competitions and things, that's they're the kind of things you need to think about as well. So that's that's fantastic. And and for the for the people in our, our activated program, I mean, that's the sort of support we want to give these artists. Um, you know, that that we can all look at each other's work and as they post it up, and we can say. Well, wow, out of those four, that one really stands out to me. You know, yeah. that's how that's the sort of community that I'm building here to, yeah. to do some of that, which is just great. And it's, okay. it's almost like going to university when you're in critiquing mode, you know. Yeah, exactly. It's a vibrant um, environment and you get that feedback and that's really important. So. Super helpful, super helpful, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. And then, as you say, it's your call at the end, what you, what you decide on. But I think I've, I personally have learned a lot as an artist in critique sessions, even though I hate them. <laughs> so confronting and I was just like but it's once you get through it you, oh and then you kind of go well, I've actually really got a lot out of that yeah and I've always I've always come out the other side alive and having learned something <laughs> okay so um our fourth point here Julie is budget and you mentioned it earlier um yeah. I think this is an area that I know I've slipped up on in the past um, and now you've explained that to me. I'm thinking, yeah, that's probably one of the reasons I haven't been successful in the last grant I got because I didn't know how to do it. Yeah, and and you don't get it. There's no guide out there to say what you need to do or anything like that. That's right. Um, so it's, but again, it's almost like you need to be in business mode. So even if you're running your own business or, or whatever, it's like you're budgeting. Even when you're paying your bills and your personal bills and your electricity, you need to budget. You need to know where it's going and get quotes. So if there's something you need um, that there's a bit of equipment you need to buy, um, get three quotes from different sources um, and, and add that. So they're the things, obviously, with an exhibition space, if you selected one, you just need the confirmation letter to mm-hmm. say that that's been that's been dealt with and yeah tick the boxes go through um every bit of finance that that's required and also make sure that um because at the end they're not paying for your whole project because they still right. expect you to pitch in majority of it and the grant mm. is to help you out um so that, I think that's where a lot of artists go wrong. They think, oh, here's a, I can get a lump, um, lump sum to help. But you also need to have your own finances and need to have that sorted out. So, And it's a bit risky if you think, oh, I don't know how to fund it, but I'll just wing it anyway. It's a bit risky because if you do get the grant and you can't pay for certain things, it's not going to look good for you and you'll probably never get a grant again. So you'll make, yeah, you want to make sure that you're ticking every box, crossing all the T's and dotting the I's. So. Wow. So you really need to make sure you're going to follow through completely with this so yeah. it could really stuff things up down the track. Exactly. Because you're wow. never going to never again. So. Wow. Okay. That's super important then. Yeah. yeah. Great. Anything else on budgets? Or? Um, that's that's about it. Um, yep. Just be very thorough with it. Be very so, thorough with it, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, number five tip is writing tips. So unpack that a little bit for us. Okay. I think um, just to say I think firstly that I notice um, a lot of artists struggle with anything to do with writing because they say, well, I'm a visual person. I don't, but writing's not my thing. Okay. Well, again, like I said earlier, it's it's business writing. So 
It's right. completely different to academic and um, creative writing. And I think, like art, writing takes time. And I know for myself, uh, back in the early earlier days, uh, my writing skills uh, were not crash hot. And but the what made it the difference is I wanted to learn um, how to write better and broaden my um, my word power basically. So, and I just read a lot of grammar books. Sounds really boring. Um, but there's so many things that you can pick up from it. You don't need to read a book from, you know, cover to to the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, but using like limiting words like that, and um, there's just lots of tips. And the best thing, yeah, immerse yourself. You got Google these days, so that's awesome um, on how to improve your writing. So I just read a lot, and over time, I've just gotten better and better and better. But okay. it never get any easier so always remember that like just you can't think you've nailed it ever because it's like art you know you get to a certain you might have done art for years like I know for myself that my art making has gotten better over the years because of experience and you get to do things in a more sophisticated way and you probably think differently to 10 years ago or even longer yeah and so never think you know everything because as as soon as you start thinking like that that's when you're going to cram up and you're going to stop any any flow of any kind so you need to just free yourself up we're all students in life we never Mm. get anything perfect so we just have to go with it and yeah okay writing may not be fun but it's really important especially in the art world when you want to be taken seriously this is what my goal was back in the day I wanted to be taken seriously. This is why I ended up doing my doctorate. And no one has to do that. That was just to prove to myself um, that I could do it. So that was more of a personal goal. It had nothing to do with my ability or anything like that. I just wanted to know if I could do it. Um, But apart from that, like the writing, I probably, yeah, the writing side has probably taken over for me. But I find now when I create work, like even writing artist statements, it's a lot easier. It's not easy, but it's a lot easier for me to sort of, because I know what I need to do. You need to answer, going back to the start when I said, you need to answer the what, the how, the where, the when and the why, and who's going to benefit and what you think the audience is going to get out of it, not mm. what you think the audience is going to get out of it, because we're all going to get different things from it and you can't control what people think. So they'll they'll take their own thoughts and, and and run with that so yeah that's probably another good tip about Ryan don't tell them what don't tell the reader uh, what to think because some people will get a bit bit iffy about that and go don't tell me what to think I'll do whatever I want uh-huh. um, so yeah keep it um, open um, and write positively don't write in the negative and try and write in um not passive but the active and if you Mm -hmm. don't know what that means it just it means when you're writing in the active it basically means whoever's doing the action is at the front of the sentence where when you're writing passively it tends to be at the end Mm -hmm. so if you find yourself writing that again google it sort of get your head around it it does take a bit of practice to do that 
not to say that passive writing is bad because sometimes it's necessary, um, but, yeah, just limit. Basically, by writing actively, you, you're cutting the word, your word count down, and that's better for the reader because it right. makes it less um, – because, you know, when people read, when, when I read a book, if it flows, usually because they're writing in the active, but when you've got to think about a sentence because you don't know, you know, where it's going, it's usually because, yeah, whatever's happening is at the end of the sentence and you're like, come on, get to the point. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. So move everything to the front. Wow, great um, tip. Yeah. Yeah, and that just takes practice. So I would say mm-hmm. get off Google and look for tips. There's another good book called um, Contemporary Art Writing. Now, it, it's more about writing about art, probably about other people's art, but it's a good book to um, probably get your hands on just because it's got a few grandma little tips in there. Oh, right. That's uh, probably a good book to just have a bit of a read, and I always tend to get that book when I'm bored and just go through it and open a page up and just see what I get. But um, Wow, okay. Contemporary Art Writing. That sounds great. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, also um, stay within the word count. If you mm. go over that word count, you're not going to get a look in. It doesn't matter how great your writing is. Um, that's really important because when these applications come through and sit on their desk, they just be, they'll yeah, they haven't got time. They've got to read a lot of materials. So, mm. yeah, keep to the word count which also takes practice because that means your writing really has to be concise and clear and it's succinct basically. Mm -hmm. And edit your grant paper. So once you've um, you've written it, go over it not once, not twice. I would do it ten times. I know whenever I write, doesn't matter if it's a grant application or anything else, I will edit it and I no word of a lie, 25 times. Um, Wow. Just, but I'm being brutal with my words. Now that takes discipline, and that's just how I've how I've adopted to go. All right, looking at my word choice, don't use words either that people are going to understand. So in government, particularly, they say use plain plain language, which mm-hmm. means don't use words that no one's going to understand. Where they where someone needs a dictionary to to understand what you're what you're trying to say. Um, it doesn't mean dumbing down your writing or anything. It just means, um, yeah, it, word selection is really important. Again, that just takes practice. The more you do it, the better you'll get at it. So, and your vocabulary will just open up as well. So that's always, that's always a good thing. Fantastic. Okay, that sounds really good for the for the writing tips. Um, anything else? Any other further tips that we can we can throw in and, and help our artists with? Um, well, on basically show the demand for your project. So I'll give you an example. Like mental health is a big one these like these days. So depression and anxiety and things like that this is just an example mm-hmm. but obviously it's a big issue for Australia at the moment and not just Australia around the world so and usually depression and, and anxiety you know are quite hidden because it's more of an internal mm-hmm. battle that you're going through you can't really it's not like having a broken arm and everyone can see it's broken but um they're the types of things you could think about with your projects like a lot of people experience it so 
I'd be thinking about things like that, um, but that's just an example. And so, so are you sort of saying picking picking something out that's kind of culturally or politically yeah, a little bit hot? Have, yeah, but also be true to yourself. But true, yeah, no point, of course. Yeah, there's no point doing a project if you're not passionate about anxiety or depression or not experiencing yourself. It's not going to come out in your work just so yeah. you yeah, get some money. So it needs to align up with your own beliefs and your own system and then what you're trying to deliver. So that's probably the most important aspect and important for you as an artist as well. There's no point doing things that aren't going to work. So save yourself time and effort and focus on the things that, you know, drive you. Yeah, I think I think what you touch on there—that stuff about authenticity is super important. It's it's yeah. what we talk about when we're actually making the work, um, and so where you take the work and what you write about the work, um, you know, the same thing applies. Obviously, that authenticity in in who you are and what's important to you, what you're trying to express, and why. Yeah, it's it's got to be that authentic thing, doesn't it? It has to, and because once you achieve that, like. People will look at, like, in terms of the grant application, people will look at it and they'll see it straight away. Um, yeah, okay. They, they will because people are quite receptive and even if it's on paper you're in person, if you're true to yourself and your beliefs and, you know, kind to others, whatever, but um, you can, it shines through and people go, yes, I will give this person a go and see wow. what happens. Wow. Excellent. Final tips, Julie. Uh, anything else that you could throw our way? Um, hmm. I think that's about it. I mean, there, there's lots of them. That's all in a nutshell. But just you've given to, us heaps. Uh, you've given yeah. us so much. Yeah. But yeah, going back, just be true to yourself because yeah, that's that's honestly the most important thing. And the more honest you are with yourself about why you do things and it's again like i said it before it's about breaking down your thoughts because writing is like art and art is like writing it takes time um you don't just create an art piece and it's done the next day right sometimes it takes days weeks months maybe sometimes years to formulate something that you're happy with so look at writing the same way because really it should be a combination you're your art and your writing should match. That's And if it doesn't at the moment, it doesn't matter, but if you adopt that as a goal in yourself, you, yeah, you will access parts of yourself that you didn't even realise that were there. So, Well, your art and your writing should match. That's that's yeah. really amazing. Yeah, I, I, I have to think about that. It's like, oh, yeah. boy, I'm an abstract painter. How's that going to work? <laughs> yeah, well, I did. Practice so and practice, especially when you're doing work on the emotional level. Obviously, it's a little bit more complicated, and you've really got to think about because um, it's it's abstract. They're like abstract thoughts, so and it's hard writing about it, but it is possible. But it's just breaking everything down into little smaller bits that you can that you can you know sort of grasp, and then taking the important elements. You don't need to put everything into it just the the important bits so okay so um i know we're talking about grants but i'm i'm thinking now also about things like your artist statement and would that be a similar thing where you just you're you're trying to match your art to your words exactly it has yeah especially when you're um going for 
exhibition proposals or um, art competitions or even, um, yeah, wherever you're going to put it, it goes back to the simple rules you need. In your artist statement, it doesn't have to be long. Um, what is it? Um, how you've created it um, and why, that and why. So what, how and why So have to be in your artist statement. What, how and why, okay. What, Fantastic. how, why. They're, and all the other ones, um, don't, uh, they do matter, but not not really, not in the short, concise artist statement. So what, how. Because your, your artist statement could be, what, 250 words, couldn't it? Often? It could be. Well, for an exhibition proposal, that's probably what you'd be writing. But if yeah. you're going for an art competition where you have to do 50 words. Um, yeah. It's really hard to get all your ideas in 50 words. It does take practice. This is what I do when I create a body of work. I will write a statement, 50 words, 100 words, 250, and then 500. But that, that's what I do. So then wow. when if I want to put it somewhere in, in, in any way, I've got various aspects of that artist statement. So obviously the less detailed, the more detailed. Um, for me personally, I like doing research papers, so then I go beyond that and maybe do a 5,000-word paper on it. But that's... Wow. That's so it. would you would you work just the order of that? I'm thinking would it be easier to write say the 500 words and then start distilling it down it, right yeah, back to probably, the 50? Yeah, just get all your thoughts down. Yeah, and, and start eliminating and being really brutal um, with your word choice. And yeah. because you can always make it doesn't matter how good the artist statement is, you can always make it better. And I've noticed over the years if I've written something a while ago and look at it again, I go, oh, I can, I can do this much better now. Um, but, yeah, probably write the the bigger one. I mean, you don't have to do 500 words. Like 300 sure. words would be good because especially when you do an exhibition proposal, this is usually between 250 and 300. On average, I think it's 250. So, but, yeah, if you worked on that and then worked downwards, yeah, you could – you could nail it. It just takes time, that's all. So don't put yeah, pressure that, on yourself. Yeah, I, I totally see where I've, I've gone wrong. <laughs> I totally see that. It's like, oh, here's my entry. Oh, God, I need 50 words. I'll just do it now while I'm putting my entry in. So I don't. Yeah. I haven't given myself any time. I'm just kind of flying off off the seat of my pants because guess what? It's got to be entered by midnight, and I'm sitting yeah. there at you know ten two. <laughs> oh, it's typical of all us artists. We always. I know. Read- last minute so yeah but yeah the more organized you are um yeah. the better chance um you have so and with the competitions i'd have on that route route i'd put it in your diary and or in, in your phone and notify yourself two weeks before at least when that entry is in so if you need to write an artist statement you've got at least two weeks to sit right. on it because i know for myself when i start writing I'll start writing, but I'll need to sit on it for a bit and have a bit of a think. So I'll get off the computer and I may not go back to it till the next day or it could be three days. But, you know, I'll look at it, read it, think, hmm, I need to think about it a bit more. This is why the time is, yeah, an important aspect. Really important, really important. Yeah. I think that's, that's definitely something yeah, yeah. That, that I've addressed. But like you say, if you think about it more about, how the process of how you build a piece of art, whether that's, you know, actually three-dimensional or two-dimensional, you're still building, that's definitely time, isn't it? I mean, I would never do that to my artwork to say I'll whip it up in 10 minutes and deliver it. 
Exactly. So why would I why would I do that for my writing? <laughs> Especially if you don't write a lot. So you know that's where yeah yeah. So it's just practice. Okay, that's an awesome yeah. awesome tip. Um, look, that's to me that is just being gold. Um, I, I couldn't thank you enough, Julie. You've got so much experience in this area. Um, I think we'll all be tremendously grateful for your generosity in sharing it. I think that's the other thing I've known about you in the past, um, and I've had some contact with you through the Contemporary Art Awards, which is a great art prize if anyone's looking at, at some prizes to enter. Um, you know, what I've noticed about you is your generosity with artists and your willingness to spend time um, really helping people through this instead of that sort of, you know, people, it's some sort of secret code thing that you can't yeah. find out about, you know. Which is ridiculous, so. <laughs> totally, totally. It's all about helping each other. That's the um, main that's exactly that's exactly the philosophy where I come from too. So um, I've reached out again to to pester you. I'm sure Julie's sick of getting my little pestering emails. Like, can you help me again? <laughs> but you, you you are always tremendously generous, and we really really appreciate that. And um, I really particularly thank you for today because this is now going to be available to lots of other artists that may not know you or even know where to start and things like grants and other statements and stuff like that. So thank you so much, Julie. If people want to, thank you, Is if they want to find you or, or more about the Contemporary Art Awards or anything, what's the best way for them to do that? Um, get on to the website www.contemporaryartawards.com mm-hmm. and you'll see all the details and you can go through what we do and and basically, it's just about it's a community just helping people get their art out there, and you know, just doing your best. So, but you, you've got some prizes though too, haven't you? It's like a real prizes. So, yeah. like three thousand dollars cash and a fifteen hundred dollar um, voucher to get a professional gallery installed in your house, exhibition, or office space. And then we've got some wow. mentoring for all the other finalists who don't. Um, make who aren't the winner so everyone sort of gets something and yeah basically go through yeah it's a good one to get um experience and to figure out where you need to go and how to yeah do your best so it really is, and, and um, that's how I got to meet you. I won some of the, the mentoring um, as being a finalist in that prize, and I've always been really, really grateful because I just feel I know you're there. And yeah. the, as I said before, you, you're tremendously generous with what you know and, and your time. So thank you so much, Julie. All the best with your own work, um, both academic and, and practical. I think you're, you're doing some more 3D stuff. Isn't that your sort of field? Um, I'm actually doing 2D at the moment. So that's oh, all. cool. Been, um, yeah, it's been fun. It's been good. Fantastic, fantastic. Yeah. Well, I'm sure we'll see you around again. I might um, be pestering your inbox again sometime <laughs> soon for some more tips. But that's been brilliant to talk to you. And, um, yep, I'll pass it on. And uh, yeah. all the best for, for all the projects that you're involved in. Keep up the great work. Thank you. You too. Thanks for listening, everybody. I hope you're feeling really ready to jump into your creative life. If you'd like more information about my inspiring 12-week online program to seriously unblock your creative life, pop on over to my website, felicityoconnor.com, and go to the Work With Me page. If you're after a super friendly, helpful community of creative people to hang out with, you must check out my amazing Facebook group called From The Easel and join hundreds of artists and creative people that have discovered that they don't have to take this journey alone.